Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to Blighty Day Fiance Sister Blights, the only Sister Wives recap podcast hosted by a married, mm. monogamous, mm. transatlantic, mm. Britain based mm. couple. My name is Michelle. My name is Robin. That's R-O-B-I-N. If you spell your name R-O-B-Y-N, your name is Robine. You might also be in the corner watching you kiss her. What? The Robin song, Dancing on My Own. Oh, yes. I'm in the corner. (laughs) God, for a second I thought you were suggesting like that I kiss Robine. Is that a thing for you? It is not. (laughs) I don't ever want to see that. Uh, Come at us if you've ever had sex with someone who has the same name as you. Whether you're you're gay or (laughs) whether you're gay or straight. I mean, I think it's a better anecdote if you're straight. Right? Alex and Alex. You know? Sure. Kim and Kim. Kim can be a boy's name, can't it? Um, I imagine it happens more often for gay people, but just come at us anyway. That sounds like fun. How did it feel to shout out your own name during sex? I think you've had too much to drink. Um, thank you all for your patience. Um, we're still recovering from... COVID, uh, as you'll hear in the cough. I know coughing is really annoying. That's why I'm trying to measure my speech as much as I possibly can and keeping the uh, cough to a minimum. Should we have followed the protocols? (laughs) The protocols? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's what it is. We didn't follow 
the many Cody protocols and look where we've, we've ended up. So I foolishly thought that the funny accent that they all seem to have where, you know, like real big dill instead <laughs> of real big deal. Yeah. Um, I thought that was unique to the Brown family. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's also a, a Utah thing in general. Um, oh. If you're Utah-based or Utah-adjacent, let us know. Does everyone talk like that, or is it just Whitney on Real Housewives of <laughs> Salt Lake City? Um, she does a lot of real big deal. Real big deal. Um yeah, so the way that we cover this, if you're new, just joining, thank you so much. We're so glad you found us. Um, we don't do a beat-for-beat beat recap. There are other marvelous podcasts that do. Um, I choose, normally it's three, sometimes it's four um, themes, and we talk about that in general and and uh how it pertains to that particular episode. Yeah. Um it also works out well because Robin mm-hmm. watches yep. this show basically through his phone. Yeah. Um so he Hey, those hot UK <laughs> deals aren't gonna buy themselves. That is true. <laughs> I gotta add to the cable collection. I actually bought 12 cables this week. <laughs> I haven't told Michelle. It, there was an incredible deal. Those of you who have been listening to us from the beginning will understand that as the ultimate in-joke. In fact, um, we call the cables Anne's, like Anne of Green cables and recently we're watching the crown which we're also recapping moving into drama not saying we're going to do it all the time but you know it's a british show that americans watch so <coughs> it's on brand it's we're about, into it, it. there's a lot of relationship stuff we are we are all over that yeah. um we i am now referring to the cables in this house as the princess royals because the ands because Princess Anne is—is yeah. is she still the Princess Royal? I think so. Yeah, is she alive? Yeah, I think so. Okay, she's a lad, and I love her for it. I love her too. She's amazing. We love you, Princess Anne. Thanks for listening. Come on. <laughs> um, moving on to a totally different queen, Christine. <coughs> oh, oh. Oh. I'm so sorry. All right. I am going to let you choose which of the three. Oh, goodness. Of <clears throat> Do I get to pull the topics out of a visor? Out of, out of... <laughs> <laughs> you can put the topics in Cody's visor, could you? Because they don't fall out. Um, Somebody got uh, a screen grab of the hair peninsula. Ah. It's my hair peninsula. Still no one has picked up on that deep cut. No, they People haven't. People have come at us, and uh, no one's done it yet, but we'll send you a prize if you can uh, identify that oblique pop culture reference. Yes, and if you're still waiting on the tote bags, 
I'm afraid the wait is going to be a bit longer, but not as long as it was two weeks ago when I first got COVID and realized that I was going to be completely useless. Yeah, the tote bags were all in Windsor Castle, um, but tragically they went up in flames. We've just watched episode four of The Crown. Don't know what to tell you. Um... Sure. I've lost that picture of the Hare Peninsula now, which is very unfortunate. But it it is, there is, it might have become a Hare archipelago oh, at this point. It's because like a Hare Cthulhu. It, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like there's, I know you can't look at me because we're sort of side by side, but it's like there's the front, there's the frontal fronds. Yeah. And then there's a solid strip, there almost is. like as if he had a headband of just bald. Yeah, it's like a no man's land. So there's the frontal fronds, mm-hmm. then there's bald, and mm-hmm. then then the peninsula um, kicks into effect. So we might have to start referring it to uh, referring to it as a hair archipelago. In, it's like the inner Hebrides and the outer Hebrides. <laughs> obscure scottish island joke be careful we're not allowed to say anything about scotland beautiful weather wonderful people um right so the three themes tonight are friendship yeah faith Mm. and family oh the three f's yep good very alliterative of you um should say at this point um Given that we are still both, um, obviously, didn't follow the protocols, and, and we're horribly unwell. Protocols. Protocols. Um, we are... Protocols. Protocols. Um, <laughs> hey, by the way, we're going all over the place today. There's only two episodes of The Walking Dead left. Mm-hmm. And you've got to remember how you lost that bet. Yep, and so, we're going to be recapping the finale. Not even on our Patreon. It's going to be on the public feed. When did you last see it? I mean, we'll get to this in the thing, but a long time ago. It's going to be a complete car crash. I haven't but watched you know it in like five years. The whole show is a car crash. So there you go. I, uh, one thing I'm not going to do is ask questions. Oh, And that's fun. what I'm so excited about because I'm going to go into it completely blind. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, obviously I'm going to recognize. Yeah. Oh, it'd be good. Um, anyway, 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 I can't... Um, Wait, wh- Michonne died? No, I'm not saying that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, right, three Fs. Um, I don't know. Let's go for uh, Faith. Okay, so in this episode... <coughs> pardon me. Cody says... Uh, Christine's surprise divorced him. Um, Rabine Rabine says, knock up behind him and divorce. Yeah, stealth divorce. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Rabine says they're supposed to get approval from the church Mm. before ending the marriages. Um, and Christine says, Neither she nor Cody are part of that religion, so it shouldn't matter. I think whether she should, got permission or yeah, not, everyone should get permission from every church, even the ones you're no longer a member of, before doing anything. Um, Rabine reached a new level of <laughs> audacity 
this week. Uh, she stuck her not insubstantial neck out a little too far. Wow. We like we have a saying here in England, wind your neck in. Yeah, brass right? neck. Wind your neck in, none of your mind your business, yeah. right? Now a divorce that happens between five people has got to be confusing. Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting the the different perspectives <laughs> yeah. that each of the sister wives has on this. Um, I was I have to say I was pleasantly surprised that Janelle stuck up for Christine. Janelle's becoming my favorite. I mean, look, Christine's my favorite. She's a queen, but Janelle is um is kind and thoughtful. I didn't think she would be, but she is. She's kind and thoughtful, and she was not uh, what my friend and your friend Elliot would call a split the difference, see you next Tuesday. Um, she's not, you know, yeah. hedging, yeah. right? Yeah. She's firmly like... I mean, she does say at one point, I don't know what to say about, you know, I think that was Janelle, wasn't it? But... Yeah, the easy thing to do would be, you know how, uh, I, I'm not the first to make this point, um, and, I, and I don't want to be political, but the whole fair and balanced thing where you give equal airtime to opposing sure. points of view, even if the other point of view is batshit crazy and provably false or erroneous hey they're alternative facts robin yeah (laughs) (laughs) but but that's the world we live in right um the people go everyone's entitled to their opinion it's like well don't misunderstand the phrase everyone's entitled to their opinion what that means is you can think what you want but what it also means is you will then be judged according to what you think Right? So just because it's your opinion doesn't make it as right or as valid as another person's opinion. You can, believe it or not, have bullshit opinions. That is possible. You can have uninformed opinions. Yeah. Your opinion can carry less weight than another person's opinion, particularly where uh, personal relationships are concerned, because guess what? No matter, unless you're in some kind of triumvirate uh, scenario, you know, which I under... I have absolutely no idea how anyone does that. I'm not saying... I mean, this is a quinumvirate. I don't believe people do it, but... I I could never be polyamorous. I I'm exhausted by most people in general and that's not a snobbishness thing. That's probably an autism thing. It could just be a a highly sensitive person thing. I, I can barely be in a relationship with one person, let alone <laughs> multiple relationships with multiple people. Now, one thing that I will say is there was a time in our lives when Robin's ex-wife and I were very close. We were really good friends, right? And things happen and we're, we've 
started to rebuild in a different way. Um, and, and that's fine. You know, I'm accepting of where we are. Now, one thing I have never done or said is that her perspective on her own relationship with Robin is wrong or, uh, uninformed or, uh, a lie. Okay. Yeah, because her relationship with you, according to her, mm. is its own thing. Yeah. I might have my own opinions about some of the stories that she that she tells or the or you know, having heard both sides yeah. of, of certain incidents, you know. I don't I mean, use your imagination, people, right? Like but never in my life would I ever tell her that she remembered something wrong. You know why? Because I wasn't there. And sure. even though I know you and I know who you are and I can make a reasonable guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah to, I, I yeah. can't be doing with that. When people take someone's side just because they're always on their side <laughs> um, and go, oh, he couldn't do that. Well, you don't know. Um, I imagine someone that's there is more likely to know than me if I'm not there. doesn't mean that they saw it clearly, right? So, right. But what you can't do, I... I, I Get, I think what you're saying, which is you can't question their belief in their belief, right? Right. Right. And moreover, it's not even about questioning the belief in the belief. It's it's this revising, and boy, does this happen in every family or or does it not? This revision of history, right? Like, not to poke at a raw nerve, but you have a family member who insists that certain things in the past happened one way, hmm. um, and you experienced it very differently. And that yeah. family member of yours uh, cannot, will not... Incapable. Incapable. Even consider no. a, a different perspective on those events. Right. Um, so it's interesting how in this family you have basically Mary and Robin who seem to remember things one way. You were happy. I mean, that it, it's so egregious, isn't it? To it tell is. someone else that they were, it was fine. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, Wow. Wow, you never had any problems. No, I maybe just didn't tell you about it. Or maybe I hid it, or maybe I was ashamed, or maybe you were really imperceptive and dumb. Yeah, or maybe you were so far up your own ass, you never even thought to ask me how I was. Yeah, or right? maybe you were so terrified that there could be a fly in the soup, um, and, like, had to convince yourself that everything's perfect all the time, or, God forbid, you might actually question your own relationship and marriage, that's probably what went on, right? So there is a there is a common um, understanding of who Rabine is as a person, right? And it's this sort of Lady Macbeth-type figure where she's mm. dreaming and scheming, 
Um, and she's kind of like, right. Some kind of just sitting there, evil genius. I don't think twiddling her eyebrows. That's right. Yeah. I don't think that Robin, (gasps) Rob, pardon me, Robine. I don't think that Robine is even remotely, um, an evil genius who has been plotting this all along. No, me neither. Um, I think that she is so manipulative that she doesn't even understand how manipulative she is because for well, I her I think she manipulates herself. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah. I think she convinces herself yeah. um so what one of the times <laughs> one of the times that I was hospitalized for um depression we talked about um or one of the counselors there talked about uh, things that we do to aggravate ourselves, right? So in other words, we can tell ourselves stories or uh, talk to ourselves in a certain way that will make us feel worse, right? I think we've all done it, Mm -hmm. Um, particularly when, you know, we make a mistake. If we're very harsh on ourselves, we, we can be our own worst enemies, right? I think Robin tells herself a story uh, about a beautiful young woman mm-hmm. who had her pick uh, of second marriages into polygamous families uh, and was the belle of the ball and, uh, you know, was running up that hill. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing that she could make a deal with God and... um, She did. She married him. (laughs) (laughs) But I think she sees herself as someone who was sold a fairy tale and sold an ideal. Yeah. And she didn't get it. Hey, one of the problems with the phrase uh, sister wife, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about role and function, and there there is something. Oh, a little nose blow here. Uh, can I explain all the noises off? I, I, I know. I'm really I, sorry. That's okay. I was going to do it before, and then I got distracted. But if you can hear snoring, it's the French bulldog. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, if you hear barking, it's the pug. It's the pug. Um, she's she's not happy. Someone spoke um about half a mile away and that is unacceptable (laughs) um and and in my case um what i'm using for a mic stand has now fallen (laughs) it's on top of you on onto my chest as i'm lying (laughs) in my my covid bubble here so this whole thing's completely chaotic anyway um what was i going to say um the noun sister wife it, it it's it's a big thing and it's all encompassing but it carries so much image with it so much dogma so much protocol um and all of that stuff that you don't actually think that behind the term sister wife is a person and behind the term sister wife is yet another person and yet another person right they're all just sister wife a sister wife b sister wife c and so robine when she marries into this family she's like i'm gonna be a sister wife right yep which means that christine is a sister wife so she's another me which means that mary is another me which means that janelle is another me 
And I, I and I, I think that's her attitude. And and I'm not actually trying to be glib really. I just think she imagined that there would be a whole bunch of her and people that thought the same way as her and did the same things as her and wanted the same things and acted the same way, right? Because they all have the same title, sister wife. Like you would expect when you I don't know <laughs> go to Buckingham Palace and look at one of those soldiers in the hats or whatever. You don't think, well, that's Dave and that's Pete and that's Brian. You do, they're all the same guy, right? They all look the same. They've all got the same job. They're wearing the same uniform. And and so there's something about that term, sister wife, that sort of obliterates the individuality, I think. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because when you compare that to, um, say seeking sister wife any of the relationships on there mm. now again full disclosure this is on this is robin's first season of sister wives it's my second one i've i've gone back into the archives here and there to kind of you know look at at some of the highlights um but i have the not watched this as, as, as we call the archives. i haven't you know, watched it all faithfully like um, many of you have. So, you know, if you if you think we're being way off base, always come at us on social media at uh, Blighty Day, B-L-I-G-H-T-Y-D-A-Y. Um, or at Elon Musk. Um, don't, don't, just, please keep his name out of... Th- this is my safe space, Robin. <laughs> okay. yeah, I, yeah. I don't want him here. Um when you consider like how those relationships are viewed, like you think about, okay, uh, like Mr. Peanut and his wives, yeah, they're all providers, right? They're all working. Mm-hmm. They, the income. Yeah. And they're interchangeable too. Is kind of in it. Yeah. I think, well, one of them seems to be a lot more, um, is it India downtrodden than the other one? Yeah, one of those is a bit angry, but but they I, the same thing applies though. They all play a kind of similar role because this entire no, culture is built on archetypes. I'm saying it's. Can I finish mm. what oh, I was saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. I know I'm. I I know I'm. Uh, right. Going off on tangents. Also, I wouldn't say India is angrier. I would say India has oh no less patient with his bullshit. greater self-worth yes yeah, yeah, yeah. um so with the Maryfields, for example their sister wife is not garrick is not looking for another danielle he's not looking for another weeping willow um you know blonde what however danielle sure. identifies he wants um, I it, apparently someone who doesn't speak English, uh, and from what was described when they were dating, um, that other woman, not Roberta, um, is sort of somebody to do the housework, basically. Like they're, it, it basically sounds like he wants a housekeeper he can have sex with. No, but this is the, okay. Let me let me be clear about this. From the male point of view, the whole point of multiple sister wives is so that you can get lots and lots of forgive the phrase strange pussy, right? 
Oh my god. <laughs> but that's what it is. You want to have sex with lots of different people, I'm pretty sure. Sorry, not going to apologize for that opinion. Um but from the sister wives point of view, they do expect the other wives to be just like them. I don't think it's a just like them. The Danielle thing. thing's a great example. She expected Roberta to see the world exactly like her and just couldn't understand. Yeah, when things that were, is true. And and they all do that. It they did, all do it that. It did break her brain. All I, the wives expect all the other wives to be absolutely like them. I don't think that's true. And here is why. So I think with seeking sister wives, all of those women, the, the first wife women, want a best friend, right? Or if you're Brenda, you just want a friend, <laughs> a friend right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. With the with the Brown family, we have, you know, Mary is wife number one. Now, Mary likes things a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, Janelle, much more easygoing. Those two needed a Christine to be a peacemaker. Um, she was more, and forgive me because I know this sounds ridiculous, but she was sort of more traditionally domestic, I guess, than either um, Janelle or Mary. You know, Jan- Janelle was another provider. In in my humble opinion, Janelle is the happiest because she wasn't a wife. She got to be, for all intents and purposes, a husband. Right. Right? She got to have a career and an identity outside of the home. Right. Christine did not get that. Mary didn't get that. Um, Janelle did. And Robin has, I I guess, sorry, Robine. But do you get what I'm saying? They They... For the time okay. that they were raising young I, children, I hear you. that, all right. They all, of course, they all have roles. Yes, but, but what I'm, I guess, what I'm saying is, they all expect the others to have the same perspective on things. And I know everyone does, but it's something about them sharing that title that psychologically, in the background of their heads, also confers a kind of element of not only do we share that title but because we share that title we must also share exactly the same perspective on something and their heads explode when it turns out they don't that's all i'm saying i guess i i would say that about mary and robine i would say christine and janelle are right empathetic almost to their own detriment empathetic now, in the extreme now how is this faith because i feel like we wandered it wasn't faith. Oh. This was Oh no, it was. Cuz we were talking about leaving the faith and people needing oh, yeah. um permission to go, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And well, it's well also was... th- this is faith is one of the is one of the pillars of this particular lifestyle, right? right? So what does that so when you leave the church or when you're excommunicated, I guess, which was the, I believe was the case with with these folks. Yeah. Um what what keeps you in that relationship? Is it a different kind of faith? Right? Is it like what is keeping Mary in a place where she's considering herself married, but Cody says he's not married to her. It was incredible. 
What a right? what an unbelievable bombshell that was. And it's almost like the producers were like pranking her with with that cut in. Um boy oh boy, how's she gonna feel when she watches that? I don't know. I get the feeling that she'll just continue to roll over and kind of take it because she enjoys the martyrdom, maybe. It's- yeah. I mean, I say I say this every week, but she she lives uh she lives to to watch the light escape from Cody's eyes. Um I think Mary is going to outlive everyone. Yeah. Um that I agree with. She's 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 rugged. She looks like she's hewn from one of those bones. <laughs> she does. She yeah. does look roughly hewn. She does. Um and it what's unbearably sad about Mary is this I don't think that anyone on television lies to herself the way that Mary does. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe Except she, for maybe Cody. Yeah, right. Um, maybe she's just incredibly honest, though. That's the thing. Like, I don't think she'll ever... I don't know. <sighs> she is sacrificing her entire life to prove a point, And I do not know what point she's proven. That she can stick it out. Great. That she's better than anybody else. Great. That where Christine gave up she didn't that she kept the faith that she never did anything wrong that uh every choice that she made was the correct one because it was a faith-based choice so just correct me if i'm wrong we are we're doing sister wives today right not the crown (laughs) (laughs) yeah but there are there are parallels you know boy Um, parallels and actually my favorite quote of this episode pertains to faith, but in a very different way to how we've been discussing it. All right. Um, so I, uh, Christine said, I know I'm moving towards something better and that's enough most of the time. And, and that got me, that got me, you know, because who among us in this room hasn't left a marriage and had to, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to make assumptions, but when I left, for me, that had to be enough because that was all I had, you know? Yeah. For, for me, it was that or oblivion. Right. You know? So, um, you were the person who introduced me to the spiral and I'm not just talking about the incredible French detective show. Um, please watch Spiral. Oh, it's so good. Or Engrenage. Engrenage. <laughs> it's as good as it sounds, y'all. Oh, that's a show and a half. Mm. Um, no, the idea that progress isn't linear, um, so or at least it's not monodimensionally linear, um, so... You, you go in a spiral, right? So you are moving outwards, but sometimes you're going in the opposite direction from the one that you hope to be going in, right? Yeah, it's like a slinky right. stretched out, horizontal, not a down, not like a funnel. What we're saying is time is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we're really bringing it back to the metaphysical. Yeah. Um, but 
But that's the thing. Sometimes you go backwards to go forwards. But, you know, the overall, the the average speed check, the, you know, the overall um, movement is is a is a forwards one. But it doesn't mean there aren't setbacks. And, and, and I think as long as there is, I mean, that's what hope is, right? So as long as, and faith. So you have faith that things will get better incrementally, slowly, in a weird way, with pain, but all in all for the best, right? Yeah. Whereas the, I, no. the opposing attitude, and I'd say the one of someone like Mary, is the, is one of entropy, I think, that she believes in that everything tends to chaos, right? Unless you keep a grip, everything just goes to shit, Oh, totally. Right? Yeah. So it, it, those those two very contrasting sort of um, viewpoints, one of, of faith that eventually things will improve and one of entropy where eventually everything's fucked. Right. And and if you're going to go down, you're all going to – you're going to take everybody with you. Might as well because we're all just dust. <laughs> I mean, that's that's Mary. Like, she is incredibly nihilistic. There's no sense in which she wants to keep this together for, a, like, a higher purpose, particularly. She's just staving off the dark. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, I mean, I think what she and Rob Ein have in common is this relentless and here's another parallel to the crown right this this relentless insistence that we have to go back to some golden era mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and that despite the fact that the world is changing and people change and and not all change is bad mm-hmm. uh we have to regard change with with suspicion and upset. And I, I'm, you know, not to make this super personal, but like my life has been, our lives has been, uh, you know, we've had some devastating changes in the past two years, I would say. Mm. Um, and not a minute of it has been easy. No. Uh, not one minute. Now, have we had good times? Of course we have. Um, I wouldn't give any of those back, you know, in exchange for having an easier ride. But ultimately, what I know in my heart is that you and I are growing together, right? We're not growing apart. Right. We're different people to who we were two years ago. Yeah. Um, and I'm proud of who we are and I'm proud of who we are as a couple doing, <laughs> doing this podcast with a snoring bulldog underscoring the currents. But this idea that they were, and this brings us neatly to, to the next topic, this idea that they were, uh, some emblem like this golden family yeah. of polygamy, right? Well, they got excommunicated, so they were no longer like advocates for their church, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess Cody had to seize on something that he could be like the poster boy for. Um, and I guess it wasn't going to be hair replacement therapy, so it had to be kind of the successful polygamist experiment. Right? No, I mean, and he's a failed priest in the same way yeah. that, you know, what 
now look, there's no spoilers on the crown because it's still 1992 uh, up to where we've watched at least. Right. And if you weren't there, that's your business. Um, but basically, you know, the queen is watching all of her children's and other family marriages falling apart, right? Or in some state of disrepair, either it's over or it's about to be over, right? And she's like, well, and not everybody, maybe y'all don't know this, but the queen or the king now is the head of the Church of England, right? So like higher than any priest or bishop or any other figure, next closest person to God, right? So the sovereign in this country actually has a weird sort of apotheosis happening, right? Where they're actually uh, a figure that's close to God, that transcends. Remind you of anyone? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And... And that is who... Always be very afraid of anyone that says that what they want is what God wants. Oh, yeah, really. How do you know? And hmm, we'll we'll cover this more in our, our crown coverage, I think. But, you know, you watch all these marriages fall apart and these people, and yet they're supposed to stay because it's their duty, because it's what God wants, because of all of these things. And and what I constantly come back to, and again, we'll cover this when we do The Crown, is who says it's what God wants? Some guy thousands of years ago wrote it down because it was convenient for them at the time. And, and I think even people of faith would agree that what what we use for 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 religions and for faith are you know man made interpretations and in the books you know uh, some people and they're really far out to the sides in in their zealotry believe that every word in the bible is you know sent by god but the majority of people understand that there are human perspectives and stuff in here and it's these things are largely about interpretation and and it has to be that way because you have so many sects and and subdivisions that all disagree with each other and either the vast majority of them are completely full of shit or they're all a bit right but because they're all a bit right and this is you know the charitable view you might say they're all completely wrong but because they're all a bit right it means that you can't say ever that something has to be a certain way you just can't do that and it's the same with cody you can't say that a marriage has to work in this way it's the same with mary and with um rabine you know you can't say that christine was happy in vegas you can't mandate these things because there is no true word of god i think it's it must be and just going from the moderate amount that i that i know about mormonism right or any religion that uh sort of regards its holy book as a literal article right yeah. as an article of fact yeah the the mormon church regards the book of mormon as 
an historical artifact, a real historical artifact, as real as the cave drawings at Lascaux, right? Like this actually happened and it wasn't somebody who made it up. And I'm not, I, and I don't mean to single out Mormonism. It's just, it's the, the closest one to this, but really any religion that, that relies on its members following these expressly stated roles and ideologies like in Orthodox Judaism, for example, there's rules about which shoe you tie first, you know, how you wash your hands before you eat. There's These things are circumscribed to stop people from having any doubts that yeah. might lead them to question these practices that might lead them to look for something outside of it because the survival of these belief systems relies on people not questioning it complete bias but those things had a basis once this is this is the crazy thing when they were written these rules and regs they tended to make a lot more sense i mean take like you know kosher laws right there were really good reasons not to eat certain things like three, four, five thousand years ago. Those sure. rules don't apply anymore because farming methods are completely different and hygiene is completely different. So you may still mark those things like respectfully out of like a kind of homage to the past. And I've got some time for that, I suppose. But to say that these things are like set in stone and and the will of God, what well, that just that then suggests that God existed for a brief window of time four or five thousand years ago, and God doesn't exist now. Because if you ask God now, he'd be like, "No, that that's complete nonsense." Of course, you can turn a light switch on on Saturday, you know. Um, well, you you say that, and I hear that argument, and the place for religion in the modern world is that it is a type of um, particularly stricter religions, right? It It's a type of absolutism that doesn't exist anymore, right? Before... It's a lot harder. Yeah. Before the information age, yeah. there was just all mystery and and people had to live a certain way to survive and i i can totally see and the older i get the more i feel this way i can totally see how attractive it might be to to join a commune and live simply and just cut the noise from your life completely seems like a good life yeah and religion is one way of doing that yep um Please, so, please don't don't interpret any of what we say as being like. And I'm I'm not only not anti any specific religion, really. Um, I'm certainly not anti all religion. Um, if anything, I'm envious of of people of faith um, because I ain't really got any, um, and I think it might be quite nice. But you can borrow some of mine now and then when you need. Yeah, but yours is all sort of weird potions and crystals and shit. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> That's silly. You gave me a wand early into our relationship. I still have it, and I sort of treasure it. I gave you a wand? Yeah. Did I? Yeah. I thought I gave you a crystal. I thought it was a wand. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Interesting. Um, I mean, a crystal can be a wand. I thought it was both. Look, I, I'm into crystals. I don't believe that crystals are the answers to everything. We don't have to... The, the last thing anyone needs is for another straight white woman to be talking about what crystals mean to her, okay? So let's put that <laughs> aside. I am a woman of faith. I think my faith is complicated, mm. um, but I am a curious person who asks lots of questions. Yeah, you enjoy the journey. I do, well, and I and I do believe in God. Maybe not every person's understanding of what that is. Anyway, this doesn't matter. This is, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> the next thing... Uh, the final F, because we've done family and faith, is friendship. And I want to talk about <laughs> Mary's best friend, Jen. Oh. And how I have never seen Mary smile the way she does. Mary! When she's <laughs> in the presence of Jen. Or Jana as Cody <laughs> Reversed her. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a thing, right? It's a thing. Mary was actually Mary, and it blew my mind. Where I, is the real Mary, and what have you done with her? I thought this story was remarkable. <laughs> I thought it was the fact that that Jen left her family. Yep. Um, and came to stay with Mary when she needed it, and. Uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but Mary said that Jen was the only person in that dark period of her life when she was catfished that made her feel like she mattered. But the interesting thing is she left her family. Did yeah. she leave her family or did she take ab? absence of her family like no i mean you know she was like i'll be back in two weeks mary oh, needs me actually leave, because now she's no. like running the bnb <laughs> no did she took her family with her oh, to the she? to the mayor bnb yeah oh fine okay all right because otherwise that would be quite hypocritical <laughs> you guys i have uh and i don't think i'm alone in this i have long suspected that mary might crave the intimate touch of another woman. Um, and I am shipping Mary, her best friend, Jen, and the ghost that sits in the ugly chair. Well, that's at the Airbnb. I mean, we established that, didn't we? No, I, I think that it's ghost is there. Cody. I think she shows up. It could be future Cody. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think um, I don't know anyone about watching the ghosts. Anyone watching The Devil's Hour? Watch it. It's on Prime. It's on Prime, at least in this country. Um, it's awfully good. Um, but yeah, I think it's just Cody existing in an, in another time, haunting the chair. Um, it's a working theory. Another, <coughs> excuse me, another, I mean, you know, the, the, this show is always about relationships, right? And what is friendship but a relationship? I like the peripheral characters, though. I want more of that. Yeah. You know? I don't know about Cody's one friend who's willing to appear no. on camera with him. Um, I don't really need to know any more about 
his life. I don't, he's not particularly interesting. No, to but me. he's always going to have dick friends, isn't he? Because he's a dick. But it's a bit like in 90 Day. I quite like, you know, like the earlier sort of stages of 90 Day where sometimes you get the great kind of uh, the friends. And sometimes, once a season, a star. Right? Yes. Every now and then you will get, um, like really all of Debbie's friends are like that. <laughs> they're, they're, they're good. They light up the screen. Um, yeah. But this one did that, didn't she? Yeah. There's a little bit of, because this show does run the risk of being quite repetitive. It's a, it's glacial, right? Things move slowly, <laughs> except Christine, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, she sold her bedroom set. She did. Um, sift, Who bought that on eBay? Around. Oh, my God. <laughs> One bed hardly used. <laughs> I mean, I completely get that. Like, when I when I uh, got divorced, um, I, I mean, I had to get rid of my bed. Right. That was the first thing that had to go. Burn it. Um, Cody supports the friendship. Uh, as well, I'll although he, he doesn't know that Jana, who I guess is Jen, uh, gives Mary good advice. That was kind of a sometimes I feel like he is just unnecessary, like he just can't say anything nice about Mary. No, he hates He's her. Just, I think. I mean, I guess he hates her less than he hates Christine. Yeah, but he's got the ick on her. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a done deal. I think he's... I would, like I said before, it's remarkable to him just come out and say that. I also think that Cody is... You know that type of man who the minute he doesn't find a woman attractive, he's disgusted by oh, her yeah. and he just and she shouldn't exist? Well, I think he finds all women disgusting, really. Unless they're kind of, you know, slavishly devoted to him. But yes, I think in principle, women are a bit disgusting to Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, uh, truly pivoting to, you know, sweet little... God, I love that kid. ...innocence with their entire lives ahead of them. She says she's going to miss her sister, Isabel, but it's okay because she's happy. Y'all, truly is an example. <laughs> she ain't no daughter of her father. Truly is, is an example to us all. I mean, when I say, and I know that that's a controversial stance. I know some people are irritated by her, but I believed her. You should want other people to be happy. I mean, to be fair, she said that after suffering like quite significant concussion from all the luggage. Falling on her head for 10 days in the car. I think that she had a straw through which um, <laughs> she could breathe. McFlurries were <laughs> delivered, <laughs> were siphoned into the back seat <laughs> to keep her quiet during that time. Because if, and those of you who have children know, like, can you imagine can you imagine Alfie on the road for that period oh of time? God. I mean, he gets twitchy after 15 minutes. If I did a road trip that length with Alfie, I would have to hire like a limousine. <laughs> you know, with those like privacy screens. Yes. You press the button and, they, they zzz, and, he, shut the fuck and up. he would still be talking. <laughs> I just see in the rear view mirror, this mouth chittering away. Every 
everybody tells me, you know, there's, and I do think about this. Like I, Alfie's very tall for his age and people always think he's older and he's, he's only 10. And I love that he still cuddles with me on the, on the sofa every now and then it's becoming more rare these days. And I know that I am going to miss it when he doesn't want to spend every waking moment next to me telling me about what's happening on the TV as though he has to audio describe all the action to me. I know I'm going to miss that one day, but, um, (laughs) and this might be an autism thing or just a a mom thing. Mm. I, (laughs) I really want (laughs) to miss that a little bit. A little bit, just the just the the amount of conversation and the volume. It's like we know we're watching. <laughs> we know. Having said that, look at us now. Look at what we're doing right now. <laughs> We've just saved our chittering for later, haven't we? I know. <laughs> no, I I love him so much, but I, I to me that says that says everything. I mean. That says everything about Christine as a person. And I will further say that she, she later says she knows and has a clear conscience that she couldn't stay married to someone who broke her kids' hearts and she had to stand with them. And the number of times that I have, you know, given Christine a standing ovation right from our living room, um, and just stood up and cheered because the the thing that I love about this show is sometimes I'm in a bad mood after I watch it. Cause I just really dislike Cody. Um, but there are moments like that. And, and when she talks about moving towards something better and that being enough most of the time and just the, the radical honesty in all of this, it's just, it's a privilege. It's, 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 it's good shit. It really is. And, and yeah, yeah. Um, once again, I repeat the mantra, don't stay together for the kids, break up for the kids. Yeah. If it's the right thing to do, break up for the kids. And I know that we haven't devoted a lot of airtime to the things that Robine did or didn't say and the whole like you guys eh. i don't have the bandwidth for it i i can't talk about it well, we did in the sense that we were talking about the, the complete lack of understanding that someone's perspective I, might here, not be yours here's so. the thing i really don't think that she thinks that she's lying when no. she says that i think that is genuinely what she believes i called it before i'm doubling down there will be a redemption art for rabine the scales will fall from her eyes, or maybe just her eyebrows. Now, that is faith that I don't have, because <laughs> I think that she is a very simple woman. Um, I think she's probably... T- <laughs> How dare you? I can't... <laughs> the cova. The cova means I can do no voice. No, I think she is. <laughs> she is a simple woman with uh ideas well above her <laughs> her intellect but below her head uh but yes yeah. correct yeah. um i don't i don't want to give her any more um airtime than is strictly necessary now 
one more thing I want to to address before before we close um, is that I don't think Janelle and I may have said this last week. Forgive me if I say the same thing week after. I don't think Janelle is ever going to leave him, and I think we all need to be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Janelle's made her choice. She's not going anywhere. She's a creature of habit. She's not going to... Janelle doesn't like change. Janelle can find new ways of living. Yes. In the same place. So some people need to move house. Some people are happy just to rearrange the furniture. And I think Janelle's a furniture shifter. I think that's an excellent way of putting it. Yeah. And she is literally a furniture shifter because they, like us, have moved pretty <laughs> constantly over the last <laughs> four years or so. Well, all it's going to take is one flood at Coyote Pass and she'll be moving again. God Down the bless. slope, into the ditch. Oh, well. Any other thoughts? Not really, um, other than... I like to think of us all as a family uh, when we watch this show. There is something about it that feels strangely communal, like everyone sort of peers in together. Um, and it's it's nice to know you guys are all, all watching. Do come at us with your thoughts. Um, it's possible we got all of this wrong, and I, I would like another perspective, unlike uh, Rabine. Yes, I'm, Mary. I'm open to that. Um I would also encourage you, if you liked what you heard here today, have a have a butcher's hook at our have a look <laughs> Cockney rhyming slang for you at our Patreon, patreon.com slash blighty day fiance. I no, think. Just, Is it just blighty day? I yeah. think it's just blighty day. Okay. Um um, yep, we've just wrapped up uh, Love is Blight there. Yep. Um, uh, so our coverage of Love is Blind at the $5 tier, you get an extra episode every week. And uh, 10 and above, you get Royal Tea, which has already been a smashing success where I basically talk about the skeevy um, sex lives of the royals uh in england that's been really fun um you at the top tier can get uh, a mention in um at the end of the podcast or the beginning you We're, can come we and still hang out in our discord channel oh yeah oh yeah five five dollars you get the discord channel as well so many perks yeah so lots many of perks. perks youtube lives at the at the top level oh random moments of kindness and surprise so uh yeah patreon.com slash blighty day i believe if it's blighty day fiance it's because we're a couple of covid adult idiots and we can't remember our own uh our own links um can i give inky the mic just so that people can go on, hear we, him we did this once before i don't know if we've done it on a public feed so yeah just so you can all hear what we've had to listen to while we've recorded this. <laughs> okay. It's very soothing. This is your AAMR. ASMR. So, yeah, this is your moment of zen. And that... Is Inky's way of saying, See you soon. soon.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.